Hi, this is Tanya Smith, and thank you for tuning in to Seriously Unwoke. On this episode, I will be discussing the latest current events with my best friend, Tiffany Swint. We will talk about protest, the Democratic Party, and riots. So stay tuned. Tiffany and I are two African-American women. I grew up in a rural area on a dairy farm in Kentucky, and Tiffany grew up in an urban area in Kentucky. She saw more destruction from the protest than I did. I didn't even see anything going on where I'm from. I think they had one small protest at the courthouse and that was the extent of it. It lasted about maybe an hour and maybe 50 to 100 people showed up. It was a peaceful protest and people went home. But in Louisville, Kentucky, it was not the case. Uh, We understand why people were outraged and still are outraged and we understand Black people want their voice to be heard, but somehow in the mix of all this, uh, it took a sharp left and a lot of businesses and neighborhoods were destroyed they're fighting for. Uh, the local grocery store where the Everly shop, it was destroyed. Um, clothing stores that were black owned where people purchased their outfits to go out for the weekend was destroyed. I mean, it was completely cleared out. A salon where a woman had used her life savings to open and she had finally built her clientele and it was destroyed. And there are many other examples. So Tiffany, how has this whole thing made you feel? The process of it from the beginning, from George Floyd's murder, which everybody was angry and everybody acknowledged. And then, you know, people had a platform to express themselves and talk about institutional racism and how it all began and, you know, expose a lot of hurt and bias and privileged behavior. I think it took a left turn very quick. Things got out of control very quickly. Now, I understand the protesting about the death of George and, and Brianna. I totally understand that. You know, that that's fine. You know, but things got a little out of control. Not a little. Let me not say a little. Things got a lot out of control because the things that have happened down here since Friday, it is now Wednesday was very very uncalled for and some people might think that hey my opinion on it you know hey screw what she's saying what and that's fine you know but we're all entitled to our own opinion and this is my opinion i think things were handled very very uncarely they shouldn't have went as far as they did i think people got protesting and rioting mixed up because Rioting is what they were doing. They were not protesting. Protesting does not call for turn up places of business, especially places of business that we have to use. I'm very disturbed by it. I've never used this term before, but people use it all the time, but now I'm using it. I hate it here. I wish that I could go off and live on my own island with my family and be away from all of this mess that's going on out here because again I'm going to say it was ridiculous 
It should not have went as far as it has. And it is still going. And I'm just baffled by it. I, I really am. I'm really baffled by it. I'm baffled by the fact that there's there hasn't been any organized plan on what to do about the situation. If they're protesting, rioting, or... I wouldn't say whatever you call it, but in their minds, they're just angry and outraged. And they're using this rioting as a platform to be heard. But they're not even talking and addressing the issue at hand, which is institutional racism and how it began. Nor are they um, even calling upon other Black people that have... uh, status or you know have financially wealthy or in it in the government or politics to even you know implement some things within the education system which is in high school is maybe having african-american studies as an elective just so people of our culture can understand you know our own history and you know maybe some white students or people from other cultures would take the elective as well just to get a clear understanding to where we can all come on one accord. Yes. But that hasn't been the process at all. All it's been is people protesting and marching, which is a good thing. You know, they have been large numbers in all 50 states of the U.S. and across the world and rioting and looting, but there's no been any serious discussions. It started about, what, close, like I said, police brutality and institutional racism, and then it just fell to the wayside and it's just Black Lives Matter and destruction. I don't think the African-American community has really expressed the history of, you know, how institutional racism all began. And it all started with the Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party um, started slavery in the South. They started the police force to for slavery during the Civil War to protect their property is what we were called back then, property. And then it went on with the Jim Crow law. And for some reason, black people feel like they still need to hold on to the Democratic Party. And I don't know if that was due to John F. Kennedy when he was elected or where that came from. Because in the past, even though, I guess you put it this way, even though Republicans were the ones who freed the slaves. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower wrote the bill for us to, um, uh, I guess, reconstruct our lives. Yeah. Okay. But then somehow we got it twisted and became part of the Democratic Party. And therefore, it's almost like we're the ones that keeps institutional racism going, institutional racism going, because we support the main people who created all this. It's been going on for years and years and years. And a lot of people want to argue about white privilege, bias, behavior, so on and so on. Correct, it is a thing due to institutional racism. People may not be aware of it, but it, it but it does happen. And a prime example of it is ha- happening, even though people may be down there protesting peacefully with them, with us, and they may be going to these neighborhoods looting and rioting with us but they get to go back to a comfortable neighborhood and they know that they know they get to go back to their neighborhood where nobody's going to be looting and rioting. Yep. They know they can go back and still have transportation. Yep. They're not tearing down their local mom and pop shop. 
and that right there in the grocery stores and that right there is privilege. So why not if white citizens truly the who were down there with liberals or Democrats or whomever were out there protesting and want to make a change? Why didn't they do it in their own neighborhoods? Exactly. Why did they come down to other neighborhoods and destroy yes. other neighborhoods? And I get that, you know, you want to join in and be a part of our community and and we get that. But also in the back of your mind, you know the issue racism stems from the past of white behavior. And that is where you need to be protesting, having a peaceful protest and, yes. you know, bringing it to light. Yes. But, no, it was done in our neighborhood and it was destroyed and a lot of businesses were lost. And I don't know the facts for sure, like if the insurance is covered from its looting and rioting, yeah. people can restart again or how it all works. But a lot of damage and a lot of hurt has been done and I don't know where it will go forward from this. And maybe you have some input of how you feel about everything or how do you think it'll go forward? Or do you think anything will even come of all this? I was wondering that. I, I, I wondered that every now and then what will come out of this, you know, when will it stop? Is that the end? Cause they were down out tearing up properties again last night, you know? So it's like, when will, when will it, when will it end and how will it end? Oh, uh. When will it end and how will it end? I think that's a good question because a, a lot of people say, you know, there's going to be a point where people who are truly fed up with all the looting and rioting and all this hooping and hauling being blamed are going to stand up and they're going to revolt. Yeah. And that's going to cause another Yeah, it's going issue. to cause another issue. You're right. And so you have another wave of violence coming, coming along where it's just pure hate for one another. We don't know what the next step is. Like I said, hopefully that it things will start calming down and we'll go back to normal. I hope that things don't go farther than what they already have gone because it has gone, it has gotten out of hand now. And because a lot of innocent people have lost their businesses, people that that uses those businesses, they they have lost it too. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It, it's very ridiculous, and I'm very upset about it. I I really am because it's like, like you said, there's a difference between rioting and protesting, and it's it's okay to protest. That that's fine. It's okay to get your your point across, your voice heard, and all that. But for go and tear up businesses in neighborhoods and stuff, that's just ridiculous, and it's it's unacceptable. And like you said, you don't. We don't know what the outcome is going to be behind this. That's the scary thing is we don't know if it's going to get worse or not. Well, which I, I hope that it doesn't. But I think that the reason we don't have, I guess, people are in up in there how it's going to end or what's going to be the outcome is there's no organized plan. Nobody's saying, "Hey, okay, you know what? Yeah, let's gonna, let's dispose the Democratic Party or, or let's talk about history or mm -hmm. let's let's come together and." not be the tipping scale, the one, per, the group of people who tip the scale in the election that people use. You have, you know, Republicans saying, black people vote for me, or in mm -hmm. uh, Democrats, black people vote for me. 
we don't have to register as a Democrat. We don't have to really register as a Republican. We can register as an independent and we can go from there. We can uh, have an option of like boycotting the Democrats. We have an option of doing multiple things. But one thing we have to do in order to get something to come out of all this is come together with an organized plan. Uh, There's a group on Facebook. It's called Boycott the Silence. And I joined the group. I got kicked out of the group. (laughs) It was started by (laughs) African-American community. And they were um, expressing about how to boycott fast food chains and restaurants that support the Republican Party and to purchase from black and purchase black owned businesses. So therefore, I do what you do on social media. I made a comment, a post and shared it. You know, well, let's give a little history and we go from there. Let's think of things that we can maybe boycott that will really will take a stance. Well, what did I do that for? And then I got boycotted. <laughs> so, like, if we can't stick together on ideas from one another in our own community, how we expect other people to listen and adhere to our cry for institutional racism to stop? That's right. Because, like you said, we all have our. We're all entitled to our opinion. Yeah, we all entitled to it. You know, whether it's whether you want to hear it or not, we're all entitled to our our opinion. And it's ridiculous that you can't go in and state your opinion on things and have to be thrown out of a group because of that. Like you said, it's like no one has come together and said, hey, okay, this is what we're going to do to stop this. Let's end it now. I mean, it's been going on since Friday. It's now Wednesday. Well, actually, it's been going on longer than Friday. It started last Monday. Oh, well, the turn up started Friday. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the turn up the business has started Friday and has been going every day. And it's now Wednesday. But no one has come forward to say, hey, let's come to a conclusion. Let's do this. You know, let's do that. You know, we need to stop. This needs to stop. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. And a lot of media, CNN, other media outlets, they have also um, pointed the finger at other people. They've been blaming Trump. But a lot of people want to blame Trump. And I'm not a fan of Trump. And neither is Tiffany. And But he's not the cause of institutional racism has been, been going on for centuries. <laughs> this started way before he got into office. Yeah, way before he got into office, so it has nothing to do with him. Right, it has nothing to do with him. It has to do with how we express, our, express ourselves, what we cater to, and what we'll stand up for. That's right. And those th- those three things have not, has not been identified. Not at all. All we're doing is ranting and raving about how Black Lives Matter. And... Black Lives Matter, yes. They do. Every, every human being's life matters. But if your protest in March is for Black people to be heard and Black Lives Matter, then we're going to have to stop destroying Black lives. That's right. <laughs> That's in right. our neighborhood, Black businesses, which is Black Life Matter. That's right. Black on Black crime in our neighborhoods, which is Black Lives Matter. Yes, gonna have to stop that. We're gonna have to organize a plan and we're gonna have to stick with it. We can't, you know, like if you take years ago, like in the in the 1920s, there, you know, where people truly didn't have the freedom to express themselves as we have today. They didn't have the opportunities that we have today. But they were more organized, they were more diligent, they stood together, they were more independent. Yes, they were. 
and they did what they had to do to start a movement, which was productive, start their own businesses, and took pride in who they were as individuals. And I'm not saying individuals that are out there today don't take pride in who they are. They may be going about it in the wrong direction or maybe not know how to properly invest in yourself for your surroundings, for you to be better, your surroundings, your community, and your environment to be better. That's right. So, sure, there is institutional racism. We all acknowledge that. We all know that. George George Floyd was murdered by from by the police department. We all know that. <clears throat> the world saw it. Police brutality has been going on for years. But there's never been anybody with a precise decision or precise organized plan how to bring us as a community together and rebuild ourselves from our past or to stop institutional racism. Well, what's your take on all this, Tiff? I'm with you on it, Tanya. Tanya, there's nothing has been, nothing has been put into place. You know, it's, it's still, it's still steaming from years ago, you know, and like you said, back then, you know, people were, what was the word you used? People were, people were aware of it, of the racism and all that, you know, but people didn't take it as, as far as people are taking it nowadays. I mean, now it's just done gotten out of hand now. It, it, and racism back then was more blatant. Yeah, it was more blatant, blatant then, you know. You knew you were going to get, you may get hung, you may be burned. Or, you, I mean, a number of things could have happened to you. But you had respect for yourself. You still held your head up and you still did what you had to do. Did what you had to do. And you created a plan to do what you have to do. Even with racism going on. Even with, yes, even with racism going on. I think they handled it better back then than they are nowadays. Nowadays, they they can't handle it nowadays. I have to say, the people back then, they handled it very, very well. They did. They handled it very well versus in today's society. Today's society, it's... It's, it's ridiculous. It really is. And you've seen many celebrities or senators, black senators, come out and say, oh, we support uh, Black Lives Matter. We support and we feel hurt and pain about everything that's going on. But none of them with the money and the backing have, has come up with a solution. None of them has implemented a plan. Nope. None of them have spoken out about the Democratic Party. Matter, matter of fact, they may have donated to the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has come out and said, you know, okay, uh, stop the rioting. Yeah. Stop all this. Sure, they've said it on the news and media, but have they actually went down there and, you know, grabbed a mic and stood up on the podium or something? Nope. No, nobody has. Have you seen anybody? Yeah, no, nobody hasn't done. Nobody hasn't done anything. Like you said, of course, they've been on the news saying it, but that don't, that don't mean nothing. Like no. you said, somebody had to actually grab the mic and be like, hey, we're going to stop this right now, today. This is the end of it. Right. We can't take back what already happened, but this is the end of it. Nobody yeah. has done that. Nobody has done that. So there's nothing being done about it. No, and I read an article today where Jay-Z, I guess he's calling himself help, and I don't know, it's kind of confusing. He's taken out an ad in all the papers in the United States um, and posting a tribute to George Floyd. <clears throat> okay. That's all good. But how does it make what happened? How does it change things or make an opportunity to be heard productive. It doesn't. You're putting an ad in the paper. 
we all know he, this man died from murder from police brutality. That's right. It was on the media, it's on the news, and, and it started this protest and rioting. But you haven't done anything solid to go forward to help and benefit anyone. Well, that's the end of this episode. I'd like to thank everyone who tuned in. I hope you all have a blessed week and stay safe.